This episode of Speakers of Fidelin is made possible by our generous patrons. A special thanks to our supreme and master speakers, Omage Cat Comet, Erisu Yamakawa, Circuit Barakil, Remy Asalia, Arcadia Lunashine, Alex Franco AV, Winebow Brood, Psyche, Asuta Starbreeze, Cletus Oreo, Nina Grimstarter, Nat Clay, Lily Black, Bob Cece, Mikto Rapentau, Sapa Chakwatol, Edwin, Umbral Wind, Quick Levin, Pamela Isley, Camille Grinnell, Elenriel Maximus, Codrith Novelis, Mira Mary, Bay Barbalay, Suno Chicano, Celestau Notrell, Lazy Boy, Abaga Dragonite, Luke Osborne, Pandalu Stormarrow, Tex, Yowie Wowie, Kai Lin, AJ Brainswordson, Anathus Moonscar, Arthur Law, Beridan Derard, and Saipup. Support the show and become a patron today at patreon.com slash speakersxiv. Thank you. This is Speakers of Good evening, ooh, Aorcians. Welcome to Speakers of Idolin, episode 283. I'm Lakeel Bravestone, and I'm joined today by Georgi with this... <laughs> Georgi Wiston, Mela Vanadar, and no one else. Um, welcome. Good job. Uh, hello. Good job. It's January 22nd, 2022, uh, and uh, today's main topics uh, is a great discussion, no less. Uh, we're going to discuss what's next for 14 after Endwalker, now that we have, we kind of have more information, we'll talk about it in recent events, um, there's also the information that's come in over the past few weeks, so now we can start, also, the stuff that was actually revealed at the end of Endwalker, so there's quite a lot um, that we can form a, a basis on now, um, we'll also review All Saints Wake, because that happened, um, late, but it happened, uh, very different, I would say it's probably... Well, I'll save that for when we review it. It's it's an it was an interesting uh, event, and also we'll be reading your mogmail, speakersxv.com slash mogmail. Stay tuned for the post show. We'll be answering questions from the syndicate, um, and that's it for the show. Um, but we have some channel updates. Uh, if you were not aware, we are looking for new mods, or just one mod. It we are not we don't ha we don't have any number. We may not look for any mods, uh, but we are opening our mod gates a little. So if you want to apply for a speaker's mod, you can go to speakersxiv.com slash mods and apply there. Um, all Everything you need to know is uh, on the website. What are they modding, Nikhil? Uh, that is um, our chats, uh, uh, Twitch, uh, and our Discord. We don't really have a mod team for our YouTube, uh, because we don't really stream on YouTube, and channel, like, comment moderation, I can deal with that. I can, that's, mm -hmm. so far I'm on top you of that. You, you yeah. sure you can't handle the uh, <laughs> handful of comments every week? <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot, but I'm, I'm, I'll, I can do it still. Uh, Alright, um, that's, uh, that's it for introductions. Uh, I guess we can just jump straight into recent events. Mm -hmm. 
That's right. In recent events, uh, our first story. Yeah. <laughs> Snatched. Uh, I, I don't even know. It is such an unfortunate design because it looks like a toilet seat. But for those that are listening, um, finally. Very narrow. Yeah, there's a new um, collaboration with. This is the strangest thing. Um, this is a. The sound Panasonic Sound Slayer Wigs, which is Wigs. wearable immersive gaming speaker system, um, collaborating with Final Fantasy XIV. So, <laughs> Wigs—they're essentially speakers that you put around your neck, like on your shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That is such a stupid idea i i don't understand why it exists and why 14 is i mean they already had the sound slayer collaboration with the yeah. little bar so i guess that's why but man i'll just read the the uh, the post panasonic is pleased to announce that a special final fantasy 14 online edition of the wearable immersive gaming speaker system wigs will be available for purchase. This new model features the same great features as the original SCGN01. Uh, yes, the classic. I love the uh, SCGN01, which was also developed in collaboration with the Final Fantasy XIV sound team while sporting a custom package and body design, as well as a unique startup and operation sounds. <laughs> wow. That's what I look for yeah, when I buy new speakers. What a selling point. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm assuming it maybe it makes like a 14 sound when you turn it on, but kind of mm. cool. But like, I feel like you could you could make mods for your own speakers that do that. <laughs> yeah, I would never use this. No. <laughs> I, I mean, I can see the appeal. Like, for instance, if like if you're wearing headphones for a long, like for an extended period of time, your ears will get a little you know you'll get you know what i mean like a headphone fatigue is a real thing but you i don't want to have a toilet seat around my neck that like blasts the you audio throughout the entire room you don't want to feel like you're constantly on a plane no <laughs> no i don't <laughs> it's so weird and i don't know where the wired <sighs> It's wired as well, park, yeah. You know, like, I've got my laptop out and I'm playing 14 at the park and I, I need immersive sound. Mm. Ah, yes. I might be trying to do what? Zodiac Extreme in the park and I need full surround sound. I sterilizing myself in public, Mela. Anyways, uh, if you really want to wear this... Uh, it... You speak, use code speakers to... <laughs> <laughs> Weirdest fucking ad read ever. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. Uh, the sale of this product will commence in February 2022. So you're probably going to have to wait for price uh, pricing and all that. So That is vague. Yes, yes it is. All right, let's move on. Uh, all Saints Wake. Oh. 2022, it happened. Um, we've done it. It was a, a journey. Um, mm -hmm. So spoilers for All Saints Wake 2022, obviously, if you still haven't done it. It's a very quick, it's not a long quest it's like done in yeah like, but it has minutes. only been out for two days yes so yes. some people may so have that's why it. i'm telling you again spoiler warning for all saints wake um right 
Um, yeah, story-wise, I guess we can start with that. It's a very sinister story at first. Like it's well, it is just overall. Uh, there's a clown. An, oh, there's a clown that's gone around like asking people to come to their like inviting them to their little house party, but they're like sworn to secrecy. This it's the sinister snout. Or yes. What was the historical name of it? Like the doomsday. The doomsday clown. The doomsday clown. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, I wish yeah. it was the Doomsday Giggler. <laughs> <laughs> well, you walked around, so you so you were the Adventurous Guild rep uh, that you you meet. Remember that? Yeah, remember Adventurous Guild. <laughs> uh, so, well, he, he wants you to yeah, go that's around. A clue. So keep bear that in mind for the later discussion. What? The oh, Adventurous right. Guild is being referenced. Mm, it's being referenced. Yes, that's true. Well, it's referenced every All Saints Wake. That's right? true. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, um, he wants you to go around asking people, uh, about the, their encounter with this clown. Uh, they don't say clown, though. Every single person refers to them as someone with a red nose, but in, like, different ways. In very, uh, Yeah, prominent proboscis. <sighs> yeah. Um... Eventually, you catch up. There, eventually, they just introduce themselves uh, in a in a bizarre fashion, where they're like they're they're literally talking to you, but you're like looking the wrong way. Uh, so don't know what that means. But then he's like there, and he's like, "Hey, I'm a fucking clown. Um, <laughs> come." He he essentially says, "Oh, come meet me under the bridge." That's a fuck like a fucking troll. Um, <laughs> So, the story is essentially this clown and his family, which we also meet, uh, which is uh, his wife and his child. They're killing people um, in their little lair. Harvesting souls. Yeah. They're bringing along the night of devilry or whatever from the the uh, what the sinister pumpkin headed man was doing, and all the other yeah. Void scent that come along during this event. Yes, so it's, it's an addition to previous ones. Yeah, uh, and they want so uh, the Adventurous Guild guys like, can you just go in there and just f- f- save some people? <laughs> yeah. like, well, okay. Doesn't send us in completely unprepared. He gets oh, yeah. the assistance of a man named Mark. Mm. <laughs> Got him, Mark. Good on Mark. Which he isn't a funny man. Uh, like uh, disconnected from how we played it, but he is uh, uh, just a a man. He's pretty cool though. He's knows... just wearing his like Ray Ban shades and yeah, oh yeah, he's a cool man. <laughs> Leather jacket. Yeah, um, and he equips us with um, a lantern mm-hmm. and some holy water because the holy water yeah. is used to because we have sa- that in our game now. <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah. So you use the holy water to free the spirits, or like re- help. Which is the opposite of what you'd think it is for. Yes, yes. Uh, and you use the lantern to ward off uh, the wraiths that are in mm-hmm. inside. And that's the main point here. Um, there's a whole new instance this year. Yeah. Um, a dungeon, a four-man duty. Mm-hmm. Um which I think it requires for man. Yeah, it does. So if you it don't does. have a pre-made, it'll just match you with people, um, mm-hmm. which is nice. Uh, and you 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 essentially do what he asked you to do: free free the souls, and avoid the wraiths or destroy them, um, or kill them, whatever you do. 
Um, there are three bosses, of course. There's the son, the mother, and the father. And the fights are... And the Holy are, Spirit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And the Holy Spirit. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really fun. Um, it's... So it's you, quite difficult whole... a little bit. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying it's hard, like, isn't, you know what I mean? But for what it is, it's... The basic concept is you're running through the dungeon, dispelling ghosts with the lantern and saving people by splashing holy water on them. Yes. And then the first boss is the child who has you collect pumpkins while avoiding his bombs. Yes. Now, yeah. you can't use any actions in here other than the lantern and the holy water. So... It has this mm. annoying side effect of you're not being able to sprint, um, which I guess kind of adds to the difficulty because a lot of the mechanics in the boss fights is just avoiding AOEs, um, mm -hmm. and you can't since you can't do it, do anything, you can't heal yourself. So there is a, you can't no, actually no, die here, and there's and there's no health regen as well. Right, right. Mm. Um, yeah. So the first fight is uh, just a the the AOE dance just throwing mm -hmm. wraiths at you and then in between there's people spawning that you need to free um very simple fight really but it really adds like there's a lot of them like if you you kind of have to pay attention during this there's also these little gift like pumpkins that you have to pick up i think that's the third fight lakil yeah you're confusing them oh sorry oh yeah was that the it's people in the, the rights don't... yeah oh yeah the rates yeah, are not in the, the third fight i'm sorry i'm mixing the them moments. up yeah, the first one is just the the pumpkin things and the mm. AOEs. Um, yeah, they're bombs, right? Yeah. In the second one, there's food. You have to eat food. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. And then not die to the wraiths that spawn. Standard or exquisite. Yes, yes. Exquisite takes a lot longer, so you have to make sure you're safe when you do that. Otherwise, a wraith mm -hmm. might get you. Um, yeah, that one's fun as well. I'd... Uh, it's a bit weird. It's just it's eating food. Probably, but... one, probably <clears throat> one of the only fights in the game where interacting with something has not annoyed me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the final fight is, of course, the clown. What's his name? Papa Gruff. Papa, Papa Gruff. Gruff. That's what it was. Um, yeah, that, that's him. the one where you have to free the spirits. Yes, and kill the we have to free spirits and kill the wraiths, and there's quite a lot of wraiths in this yeah. one. And that's and then you he like does quarter of the arena AOE that you have yeah. to avoid. And that's cool though, because if you get hit by the big one, you get knocked out of your soul, and you have to do the oh yeah, does the Hojo thing. Yeah, the Hojo thing. Um, it's really good. Yes, in it's addition, a very good instance. Yeah, uh, so you clear that, they go away, um, but you think they go away, but then. When you talk to the Adventurers Guild man, you see them. They're just back doing their shit. They're still, still. trying. Yeah. Um, but then also, in the shadows, we can yeah. see our... I don't remember his name, but the Pumpkin Man, um, just standing off in the distance. Um, mm -hmm. Is that a tease for next year? Like, for the next All Saints Wake? No. It's very intriguing if this is going to be, like, a long, like, storyline. That would be very cool if it's they did that. It's been going on for a while. With yeah, that's true. I feel like all the of the... Circus people. All of the... Um, well, at least um, All Saints Wake and the Christmas Starlight, they usually have a little bit of a... Th oh, and let's not forget Easter. They all have mm -hmm. like very... They have storylines. And we remember how mm -hmm. uh, Little Ladies Day had an actual end to their main story. So they've started a new one. Yeah, I guess all of the uh, seasonal events have have overarching stories. Um, 
But All Saints Wake, I think, is usually the one that's craziest. Um, mm -hmm. Also, uh, you should probably also mention that the mansion is back. Uh, you can go in there and oh. be other characters again, like NPCs. Don't, don't believe there's anything new from what I've heard. I haven't gone in there myself. Yeah, no. Um, no, I, I've heard the it. It's just the same. Yeah. The amount of seasonal tokens you get from this from running the dungeon is dependent on how many souls you save. So if you want to know the maximum, there is 30. So if you don't have 30 at the end, you need to go back and find them. Right, right. Because if you don't, three times while getting the maximum, you will have enough to get every seasonal item. Otherwise, you might have to do it more. Yeah. As for why there's no addition, uh, additional NPCs, I think a lot of it has to do with spoilers. Because I know a lot mm -hmm. of people want certain characters to appear in there, but you have to remember these quests are like level 15 or whatever. A fresh level 15 should not be exposed to like full on like Emmet, uh, Elpis Emmet. Uh, that would that's be strange. very strange. So, yeah. Uh, okay, so there, that's All Saints Wake. How do you feel about this? Um, I think we should judge it based on like last years because it's essentially it was supposed to be last year so of all the the um, previous years um events where does this rank uh now now you have to remember all the other within yeah. the top like within the top maybe three or four for sure it's it's less impressive this year getting a dungeon because Hall i think halloween was one of the first ones to introduce an instance and that first year yes. when we yes. did the mansion was super cool true but it's a new dungeon they've mm -hmm. kissed it out mm -hmm. um i think it's definitely one of the better ones and it's a weird that it was late but yeah i, yeah. I think it's it was one of the, the best. best i just don't remember any others so no good yeah, I'm trying. I, I remember Starlight with uh, going around with. Uh, I almost called him Hagrid. Saint of Nymea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which was very cool because it used that new system, you know, walking around and mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, that was pretty good. I kind of liked that, but it didn't have. I mean, that was just an NPC escort quest kind of thing. And I mean, that wasn't the main story. No, that's true. That's true. Um, but that's the part that I remember the most. Um, <laughs> no, I think that this is probably, yeah, top three for me at, le at the very least. I don't re really remember the others, so, um, I think I'll remember this, though. I feel like this did yeah, something. Yeah, I think I will. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why I think it's probably the best from last year, if you count it as part of 2011. Yeah. 2021, even. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah. Yeah, probably. All right, we need to move on. Um, so, it, you're... you're we brought up the Mojang, uh, the, the Mojang. Mojang. I say Mojang. Mojang <laughs> I was thinking about Minecraft. Um, yes, um, the the Mojang uh, stream had some uh, interesting um, tidbits coming from it. Um, had some tidbits as if it's like an object that just things are falling out of. Kind of what's kind of is what happened. Uh, Yoshi P. Yoshi P. Just started talking about random stuff, and we have some of that here, and it's quite interesting. Um, so. These are some points. Uh, Yoshida confirmed that there will be a special edition live letter from the producer in February. It was mentioned in the last live stream. Uh, the new info will be late February, so probably around then. Uh, so, yeah, we already know that. But he says special edition live letter, which Excel. is intriguing. Yeah, it might be an... Oh, no. Oh, I mean, he might bring the, it, the whiteboard back. <clears throat> it explains what it's going to be, and I can understand why it would be a special one. Yeah. Agreed. Because if this is going to be... 
not only the X series, but probably some 7.0, like maybe hints or where they want to go generally with 14. Yeah, it says it's been mentioned the live letter will be a roadmap for 6.x content and the direction of the game post Endwalker. So very relevant to what we're going to talk about in the great discussion today. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's very uh, exciting. That's going to be a long night, I'm sure. Oh, um, yeah. uh, 6.1 preview part one in March. By the prior track record, this will be a pretty comprehensive overview of new content coming in the patch, like MSQ. The key art for the patch will probably get unveiled. Alliance Raid, Trial, Beast Tribe, Job Changes, etc. So that's like that the first time we get to see 6.0, sorry, 6.1 content in, in March, level. though. Yeah, that's so. What's the one. yeah? So the special one at the end of February is going to be even more. Well, it also it also gives us a little bit of worry in terms of when the patch is coming out because if mm. that's part one, they usually like at least a month. There's Mm -hmm. There's a minimum between them. Mm -hmm. Well, three-ish oh, no, between weeks part one two and part weeks. two, it's normally like two or three weeks. Yeah. But still, that probably means at the earliest, patch 6.1 is coming at the end of March, mm -hmm. if not early to mid-April. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, probably April. That A lot of people who have come to 14 now is about to experience their first 14 drought, probably. This <laughs> good luck, everyone. This is the hard time. Um, but remember what they just come, yeah, yeah. If they just came to 14, they have plenty of content, content to go back and do, yeah, yeah. And I'm saying the people that joined in like in the big wave in, in like oh. summer last mm -hmm. year, they must surely by now must be somewhat caught up. Um, all right. By popular demand, Yoshida also sung the penalty game karaoke, along with staff Takashi and Kobayashi. All, of all the guys, Yoshida had the right... Huh? Of all the guys, Yoshida had the right idea to bring his own wine. Some flavor wow. text yeah. for you. Yeah, he brought his own wine. Of course he did. Um, Yoshida said... Uh, from Woolhead's basement. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yoshida said, as he's healthy, he, he can continue work on 14. Huh? Yoshida said, as he's healthy, he can continue work on 14. There we go. Since he Implying intends to... He could have been unhealthy. Yes. Mm. Since he intends to keep working on it for 10 years from now and heading towards that, he's busy with quite a lot of stuff now, so much so much that he hasn't had time to do the new raids yet. I assume the... The current Savage ones. Versions. Savage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's fine, because you've got three months to do them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he also says that he's been watching a lot of 14 streamers, including from overseas. So That's cool. Oh, we know that Yoshi P watches speakers of Yeah, That's where he gets his best mm -hmm, ideas absolutely. from. Uh, he'd like to proceed with the planning of some scale figures for the game. That's it. That's Ooh. what the one in the February is about. I knew it. <laughs> All of I them. knew there would be a Play Arts Kai Emmett Selk mm -hmm. $486 posable figurine <laughs> with ball joints. <laughs> Yes, the fucking ball joints. Um, Yoshida mentions there will be interviews soon explaining interpretations of the story of Endwalker. There will be a rush of interviews starting Tuesday next week. Woo! Content. 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 Um, <laughs> yeah, so that'll be that'll be interesting. We'll hear a lot of... Little, oh, God, that... I wonder what he'll talk about, though, because he can't really talk about... He do, doesn't like to share stuff that he wants to save for like the live letter if there's a big special 
in hmm. March. I mean, I think I think it's going to be like a retrospective of these interviews. It's oh, be yeah. Like what he about like Endwalker in general? Yeah, yeah. What he really meant by platinum. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he seemed surprised the Loperets got as popular as they have, um, especially with JP fans. I don't think especially with Why JP. Especially? I think only with JP fans because really, loads I of people really hate the Loperets. Yeah, I've seen that too. There's a lot of like pushback There's on the Loperets. A lot Loperets, of anti-Loperet propaganda which, going which around, which is really weird because that makes them like ignore the fact that we've had Moogles in every Final Fantasy mm-hmm. game and Chocobo. Like we, there are cutesy because a lot of people just are like, I don't yeah. want these cutesy weird things around. Like, have you played f- this game? <laughs> have you played Final Fantasy? Um, I think people are more upset about the fact that they're maybe directly Hydaelyn's creations. That's true. And a lot of people are upset about the mm. sort of levity after the uh, first mm. trial. Yes, I, I agree with chat. And to people that are against Loperets are mistaken. They can be a bit much. I can see that, but I don't mind them. I mean, whatever. They're, yeah, they're I, fine. They're on the moon anyway, so... They're on the moon. Look at... The, there's a spaceship in the moon. I mean, there's a lot of other weird things in this game. Um, I don't see why Loperets... I think like Loperets fit perfectly into 14 mm-hmm. and Final Fantasy in general. Um, okay. Um, and let's not forget, they're actually from 4, so they're already yeah. like a traditional Final Fantasy creature. Um, there are plans for a series of side stories for Endwalker, like uh, like for the prior expansions. That's so good. meaningless. Yeah. yeah. But it's good, though. He could have said, we're not doing any side stories. <laughs> so. <laughs> we have stopped making side stories. Uh, his schedule is so packed that the next Yoshi P stroll uh, is hard to fit in until after spring. So after spring, mm. that's not until June. That's Lord. right. That's right. How will I survive? Uh, and patch six point zero eight job adjustments are only numerical. Major fixes will come in six point one. I think I read somewhere that Dragoon is confirmed to be one of the jobs that are getting yes, I s- adjusted. I saw Dragoon and I saw Paladin. Yes, Paladin as well. Yeah, yeah. So well, They talked about increasing numbers <clears throat> for some like Black Mage as well. Mm-hmm. Just to make them more aligned with Reaper. And it kind of makes... Yeah, that makes sense with what they said about Reaper. They didn't want to nerf Reaper. They just wanted mm-hmm. to bring all the other classes up to them, to Reaper's level. Mm-hmm. So, makes sense. Um... Yeah, so that's uh, that's what we uh, got from the uh, Mahjong stream. Um, yeah, no news on Notch, but <laughs> <laughs> he's still in his empty mansion with his giant g- gumball machine. M and M's. M and M's. That's what it was. Yeah, stale candy. His stale candy. <laughs> uh all right yeah no island sanctuary has been mentioned yet which i'm still worried about that i feel like that's going to be the eureka of this expansion Uh, i don't think we'll hear about that till march right i don't think we will either and think how exciting that will be and when we hear about it it won't have a release window it'll be like uh six point I don't know if they'll even say 1x. You know, they, they might, but they did that with Eureka. Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, Diadem, sorry. No, was it Eureka? No, it was Eureka. That was just constantly it delayed. Was Eureka. Yeah. Um, okay, so there you go. Um, hopefully, we'll hear more about Island Sanctuary in March. There's an upcoming maintenance on January 25th. That is for patch 6.08 and 
to open the new Oceanian 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 oh. data center. Ian's fine. Um, we will be performing maintenance on all worlds at the time below, during which Final Fantasy XIV will be unavailable. We apologize for any inconvenience this may cause, and we thank you for your understanding. So that's all the worlds going down mm. on Thanks, January 25th. <laughs> They've done it. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> there are also cha patch changes. Yes, that's true. Oh, yeah. 6.08. Um, You're safe this time. That's from 4 a.m. till 10 a.m. GMT. So probably not going to oh, affect most people my, in Europe. My 4 a.m. place. <laughs> <laughs> um, for Central Europe, that's just plus one hour. So 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Uh, on January January 25th is a... I, uh, what day is that? That's a... Tuesday. That is a Tuesday. So it's just a normal a patch day. Tuesday. Tuesday. Yes. So there you go. Uh, that's going to be exciting. Having a new data center it is. Uh, is always fun. So uh, be a new one on the on the data center screen when you open that up. That's true. I wonder. Oh, yes, how often I open the data. <laughs> every time I open that. But there's also I have to open it up almost every time I play the game. Thank you very it's much. True. It's true. That is fair. That is fair. Um, I wonder that we're not going to feel any of that. Because I don't think I don't think a lot of Australians are playing on the European data centers. No, this, but Most I think North America, America Japan. might see a bit of a I mean an exodus. The Europe, so it's weird because at least as of right now, or at least when I first started playing fourteen, Australians were funneled through the European like online store mm -hmm. in terms of payment. So maybe there are some that are pay playing in Europe, but I do think it will more likely affect. North America and Japan. Yeah. You had sort of the choice between a language or slightly better ping. Yes. Anyone mm -hmm. who went for Europe went for the wrong choices. Yes. Um, I'm here because I have to. You be. have to be, yeah. yeah. But you get awful ping, I imagine. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so that's... Uh, that's um... That's recent events. Let's uh, read some Mogmail before we move on. Oh. Okay. Oh. I don't know what... Oh! 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 oh. Okay. Oh. oh, it's loading from the wrong source. Okay. Um, hmm. All right, well, there's... From a hard drive... Yeah, it's, it had to spin up. <laughs> it had to spin up. Given uh, given with the plan... This is from, sorry, Nahar Rick from Brynhildr. Given with the planned server upgrades in 14 and general updates of the game, my speculation is that 14, for the foreseeable future, will be the last MMO of uh, Final Fantasy-based game Square Enix will produce. My theory is that the game will be going to the... will be going the WoW path with the never-ending game, which makes sense uh, in that you don't have the issue of worrying about a current player base adopting a new game, starting off with less content than what is available now. Basically, adoption rate worries. Um, I think that we will find out if this is the case when more information about 7.0 and beyond starts to roll out. What are the speaker's thoughts on possible scenarios of 14's future? My personal thought on one consequence uh, if this is this, that uh, PC development takes precedence. Huh? My thought on one consequence if this... Of this... Of is this that, is maybe? that there we go. PC development takes precedence over console development, which, with current architectures, makes it a moot point. Mate, I don't know. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, possible scenarios of 14's future. I think as well that this might be. Well, maybe not. It's too. It's too final to say that it's the last Final Fantasy MMO. But it is. I don't think so. I don't no, think I so. Don't but think so. I think the next Final Fantasy MMO is extremely far away. I don't think yes, we are going to see that, that in at least Probably another 10 years. Our, maybe five. It depends. How they have well already said that game. they want 10 more years for 14. There's no way they're going to boot up another Final Fantasy while Final Fantasy 14 is doing as good as it is. I think they might. If 14 becomes eternal, it needs an engine upgrade. Yes. Mm -hmm. I can... I can definitely see them making a new MMO in like six or seven years before the ten-year mark. Yeah, Get that to me would be a very weird move. De well, depending on whether or not they update the engine, but I think that's going to happen. I think they're going well, to. Well, by do... then we'll be on like nine point oh or something. Mm -hmm. If World of Warcraft know, doesn't have never got a successor. No, and look at it. It's a good point. Well, they fucked it, it up a decade themselves. ago. Yeah, that's true. If look, think about how this game has gone from strength to strength to strength. With all the best will in the world, I don't think it can keep that up forever. Eventually, we'll yep. get a, an expansion that will be like, oh, that that one wasn't quite up there, and then it, people will start tailing off, and then they'll think, right, maybe we need to get some development into oh. something brand new and fresh. Mm -hmm. You know? Yes. A bright new game, a whole new world. Because A Realm Reborn was like this fresh experience, and there's something special about the first few days in a new MMO. And you want to be one of those early adopters. Now that they've got 10 million players playing 14, not all of them got that experience. So I, I think there's definitely. You're talking about for... that, but I understand that. But it's. You have to remember it's expensive, it's a gamble, it is. N n 14 would probably not have been as big as it is now if it didn't have the story that it had, like the backstory of it like being a like reborn MMO that turned out to be pretty good. If it was no. just a pretty good MMO at the time that came out, it would just be an MMO. It'll be like um, Elder Scrolls Online. Not to hate on Elder Scrolls yeah. Online, but you know what I mean. It's just an MMO that exists. It's a fine MMO. It's decent. It's doing pretty okay, I think. But, mm -hmm. you know... No, you're right. This game has like a very lucky story. Yeah. So f mm -hmm. for them to make a new MMO is a huge investment and a big risk. It can flop completely and they can't just do another 14 again. I don't think people will respond to I it don't the think same I way. I can invest no. necessarily in that. No. I want a completely different setting if they made another 14. Oh, yeah, another, same. another Final Fantasy MMO because yeah. as much as... 11 and 14 are both like good in their own unique ways. The setting is kind of similar. Yeah. Yes. It would need to be something quite quite new and maybe pull away a little bit from the theme park. Yes. Yeah, yeah I think the next one shouldn't be as much of a theme park as well. Uh, I agree with I that. agree. Yeah. 14 can be the the theme park MMO and Yeah. You know, do something else for the next one. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, so that's uh uh, that's that. Uh, thank you. Um, <laughs> well, let's see here. Naha Rick. Naha Rick, thank you for your Mogmail. Next Mogmail, please. This is from Senmei Kaizuri from uh, Lich. Uh, hello, speakers. Now that I've completed Endwalker MSQ and I'm, uh, I'm leveling multiple jobs, I have learned that there are no job quests post 80. 
Uh, post 80. Mm-hmm. I do agree that the warrior. Oh yeah, right. I do agree that the warrior of light has become so powerful now that it wouldn't really be necessary uh, slash suitable for the game storyline to be continued. I do hope they intended to implement a new storyline, as I do find the job quest quite interesting. How do you feel about the removal of job quests between eighty and ninety, eighty and ninety, and do you feel that there's anything left to challenge the warrior of light? I think we've made our feelings clear on yeah. this before. I certainly yeah. don't like it. I'd like job no. quests. <clears throat> and I don't agree that it has to be a challenge. It's just no law. I like the class law. I like feeling like, like a unique quest line for yeah. my job. Yes. I mean, already by the time of 60s or 70, we were already starting to just like teach other people in our own jobs. Mm-hmm. Yes, true. Yeah, especially as a paladin. Yeah. Yeah, I um I it's it's sad that they're not doing it, but I think it's just because there's so many jobs now. Mm. But they also make yeah. like a million side quests every expansion. So, like, why not just cut down yeah. on other side quests and instead do them do the job? Because quests? then you lose out on lore for locations, and then your worlds can seem a bit more empty. Mm. They but can probably they trim like two quests per zone, maybe without and maybe bake in that lore into something no, but else like i don't i don't think it's just two quests or something because i think job quests require much more investment than a couple of side quests yeah yeah, yeah. i'm just trying to figure zone. out if there's any way for them to do it um mm-hmm. it can't be that hard like to to make the job quests just chuck more money at them and they have money <laughs> now exactly and they did they're expanding the staff yeah I don't know. It's, it's it's sad. It feels like they've got a weird process where it all has to. It's very Japanese, and it all has to go up the chain of command. Yeah. And so, even if they expand their staff, it's still got to like it's at Yoshi P's rate or mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember these are written, so they have to fit into the lore already, and then they have to mm-hmm. be over seen by like people in charge, like Oda and um, yeah, yeah. It's a lot. It's a big, big amount of work. Yes. Yes. Um, but I miss them. I miss them. It's weird that I they just suddenly like, stop. I don't like roll I, quests. I don't hate roll quests, um, but I wish we still got job quests as well. I I think I wouldn't be as bothered if some a lot of the level 80 quests did not feel conclusatory enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's also true. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, oh, where should we go on our next adventure? Mm-hmm. No. Not yeah. talking to you again. I think Red Mage and white mage especially are two of the ones that i think of as being ending on a very unsatisfying note Mm -hmm. yeah the the role quests to me i I think they're good but they're no like they don't replace the job quests for me like it's that's a neat little lore adventure but it doesn't touch on your job at all obviously because it's meant to cover all the roles are very awkward as well it's like why do i need a ranged person (laughs) <laughs> for this role yeah it, sometimes they don't fit as well as like the tank ones i get it and right but, um yeah. yeah i think the black mage 80 quest was like you can keep studying black magic for mm-hmm. the little one the little little gnome woman yeah yeah and that was it goodbye yeah i don't know it's it sucks yeah, I, I missed your quest. Bring yeah. them back. Yeah, I like the level eighty black mage quest because it was about like getting black magic, like acceptable and like legal in all dar society again. Yeah, yeah, but it felt like that was the beginning of more research into it mm-hmm. that you'd be able to participate in. Yeah. Oh well, it is no more. We are sad 
Uh, and it doesn't sound like we are ever going to get it back either by recent comments about it. So that's uh, that's sad. But hey, that's how it is. Uh, thank you uh, for sending in Mogmail, speakersxiv.com slash Mogmail. We'll be reading more next week. Now it is time for the main story. It's time for the great discussion. All right. Uh, it's time for the great discussion. Our topic... 14 after Endwalker, 6.1 and beyond, where are we going? We have... So, obviously, that's a, a question most people have been asking themselves, I think, after after uh, finishing Endwalker, where are we going? Um, um, there's quite a lot of options that have been given to us in-game at the end of Endwalker. Um, both Emmet and the Scions have essentially pointed in different directions for us. Um, I think we'll just start... Um, we can start with what we know um, from in-game um, with the Scions. Um, because the story is over. Like, we're not gonna... We're not gonna do... Like, the... There's no... Well, there's no mystery left right now. <laughs> We've sort of resolved the major story. So... Where where do we go? So there's one thing that's obviously very pressing right now, and that's Garlemald. Um, Alice and Alphino are going to Garlemald. That's the that we know that they're going to Garlemald, um, and is probably gonna be. Do you think? Okay, do you think we're gonna get Garlemald restoration? Let's start there. Do you think we're gonna get like the um, restoring a, a part of Garlemald? Ah. <laughs> uh. I don't. I want to say yes. Mm -hmm. It'll be something like the Domain Enclave. It'll be the Garlean Enclave because it's right. not going to be happening in the Overworld. It'll be like how that village outside of Doma Castle continues to be uh, <laughs> completely unbuilt. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Garlemald feels like a six point one, maybe into two. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. the political stabilization patch. It's very boring MSQ, and we get the the Domain Enclave again, and we. We funnel resources into Garlemald to rebuild something. Yeah, maybe the. I don't know. I was going to say the Senate, but there's no point. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, yeah, that's why I am intrigued for the, for. I don't mind the political. The only political pa like wrap up patch that I didn't like was um, uh, Shadowbringers because it didn't. It was just poorly. Paced. It felt kind of meaningless. Yeah, it was weird. Um, but, um, this one can be really interesting. Like, how do you reconstruct this? Like, these people have lived in what is essentially, a, like, a fascist author authoritarian regime. Uh, their idea of what a country is, is so warped. Like, how are they gonna... Mm -hmm. How do we even begin to work with them to build a new world or a new nation or, or that's the another, another question are we building a new country or are we you know there's a lot of questions here you know, I, th I think too many people have attachments to Garlemald I don't think we'll be building a new country I think we will be re-establishing Garlemald as a nation and possibly we might look back to its past and see what it was like before it became like this global uh, nation some more history empire. yeah 
because hmm. they might yeah they might be looking to their roots because Garlemald wasn't always this it wasn't always the Garlean Empire it was the Republic of Garlemald which mm-hmm. was a mm-hmm. much less terrifying state um, than it is today. So, yeah, that would be interesting. We might get some a lot of lore. Yeah, Corvos has been mentioned a lot, mm-hmm. which is their native homeland, isn't it? So, Which will also bring up people that we're, we'll be talking about afterwards. Do you think the Garlean Enclave might be built in Corvos? That could work. That's no, a way of avoiding the overworld issue and instead having like I this th- little patch in Corvos. No, because I feel like Corvos has been set up too much to be something more than just like a small area. Possible. I think I feel as if because Tertium is in like a train station, we'll just catch a train to a different part of Garlemald. Or we'll get the trains up and running. Ah, okay. Possible. Mm. Alright, I can see that as well. Um, Garlemald, Corvos is complicated because Corvos was where Garlemald started just answering chat because chat asks didn't Garlemald invade Corvos they were originally from Corvos then they were driven from Corvos and then when they became current Garlemald they're like that shit's ours and then they invaded it and you know they Mm. did Garlean things Um, Corvos is one of the many places the Garlemalds were originally. They were much more spread out. So it wasn't their only place that they lived, but it was one of them. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that, that that will be interesting. We also know that the Senate somehow survived. I, I, I think that's going to be a story point. There's going to be a plot point. There's a mm-hmm. couple of buildings that are still standing because they were built in the old style, which were built for defense. Mm-hmm. While all the buildings that were built after were like, we're never going to get invaded anyway, so we don't have to build them like that anymore. Um Yes, so that's possible. That's a possible. I think that might be a six point one because of the political angle of mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's the students How of Baldes. Alpha- yeah, go on. Well, sorry. Yes, Alan. How do you think Alphano and Alize will be involved? Because we haven't really talked about their involvement, no. just where they are. Yeah. Alize will be like doing. She'll be doing something where she gets super involved and has to fight everyone. And panics a lot like she did in uh, Amarang. Mm-hmm. And Alpha will sort of just be kneeling next to people and trying to heal them all the time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's weird that they're going to be in charge of that mission, but it's very much in the. It's very much the way Louis Soir would have done it. So I feel like he would have mm-hmm. definitely led this. So that's why they're here, I guess. But yeah. Um, My big worry is that it will retread too much on the story of what we experienced when we first visited Dalamold, of like people resisting what Alpha and Elzey are trying to tell them mm-hmm. or trying to help them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it might be a bit samey. Yes, that's why I think. I mean, there's. I think there's going to be another prominent figure in that storyline that's going to help them. That might be. Um, what's her name? Uh, uh, the Night Garlemald. No, no. Uh, Lucia. Lucia. Lucia might probably Lucia be. Lucia and Maxima. Yeah, they're probably going to be. Maybe um, now that the, oh, yeah, the dust true. settled, Gaius could jump back in. Yeah. Ah, oh, yes. Yeah, that's a good point. Yes. I don't know. Can't really remember why he didn't go in the first place, but he can go back he now can, probably. Mm-hmm. Because it would just look like one conqueror taking well, down another. That's true. Yeah. If he was involved, that was the in-game explanation. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to have him. He, yeah, I'm really he, sad he that he was not, has not been involved really in the story so far. I, yeah, yeah, it was a big I, loss. Nero yeah. and Sid as well. That's in the, those are other people that could be involved in this quest line. As yeah, well. 
Um, that would be cool. This is kind. Of, this is kind of a sidebar. I was thinking about this. You know how we always talk about characters that have plot armor. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think Sid has the most plot armor of anyone in this game. <laughs> true. That is very true. I think. Yeah. I think Sid will. Sid is the character least likely to die of any character. Well, it's also because he's the Sid. He's Sid. So yeah, we can't just kill Sids him. Sids have died before. Yeah, and but if you don't feed them fish in a theme park MMO, you don't want you know one of the mascots to not be there. I think would be yeah, weird. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Yeah, that's why I think he's got the most plot armor of any character. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I agree. Um, okay, so that's uh, that's the Garlemald sort of story line. I think that's the clearest one to me. Like, I think it's very obvious that that's going to happen. It's quite likely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then things uh, get a bit more up in the air. Well, well, we know where they're going, so we can base it on that. But uh, Graha and Kryl, um they're going back to Charlian. To work mm-hmm. on re-establishing the students of Baldessian, uh, or not re-establishing. I guess it's still technically it's technically been re-established, but like work uh, with the students of Baldessian and yeah. research and whatever. They yeah, do. this feels like a seven point kind of thing for me. Like um, Yogi mentioned it before, like we'd go to them and they would send us on a new voyage. Yes, and that feels like a full expansion kind of group of people. Mm. See, I also feel like they're just going to be like, I think that can start as early as 6.1. They'll send send us on like smaller missions. And also it's very possible you could start the Garlemald mission from the students of Baldessian with like Graha mm-hmm. saying, like Graha being like a connection from Corvos and Garlemald. Mm. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um... Maybe he can investigate the Allegan stuff in the uh, Hour of Babel. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. That is Allegan, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know what else uh, to build on that. I feel like that's... They're one of the more... Uh, very open, it, because... Graha and Kryl is like a, a hub yeah. group of people mm-hmm. where they'll send us into other areas. I don't think Kryl will be super involved unfortunately that's interesting um, because yoshi p has said that kryl is going to have an increased prominence in a bunch of recent things he said publicly yeah I believe he has so. <sighs> i think and I, other people have theorized this before me i think to make up for the fact that like kryl says she wants to get stronger i think she will be the next next character to become the new caster Ooh. That, mm, that okay. Could, yeah. All right. That would be okay. another character abandoning white magic material. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame them. She could be a, one of the jewel kind of ones. Yeah. Um. Okay. Um. So that's where Graha and Krylus, uh, Estinian. Um. He he's traveling to back to Thavnir. Um. To work with uh, Ritra, most likely, or I don't know if he said it or if it. Uh, was implied he said Vritra says he says that Vritra has some mission for him but he hasn't specified what it is Mm -hmm. yet Mm -hmm. and at the moment if you go talk to him uh he just says he's getting free room and board which he's not complaining about right okay yeah so that so a mission like it uh, (laughs) doesn't help us i think he's a dead end i don't think Estinian mm. is going to be part of any like I think this is one of those maybe in a story that Yoshi P mm-hmm. you know one of the side story things they do about what yeah. he does with Reacher yes. and then Estinian will rejoin us later on. 
I feel as if, yeah, chat's bringing this up. I feel as if this is a potential lead for maybe 7.0 with Vritra asking him to track down Asdaya. Yes. That's a potential. I think so. I mean, so. if anyone's going to find them, I suppose it would be Vritra. Yeah. Um, we could get Racefelger the... involved. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that that's... I if think he's up to it. I don't know what he's doing these days. Uh, I don't know. That would be interesting. It'd be, that, well, they'll probably touch on that in that storyline. Um, but yeah, that sounds like it's for that's further away. That's not something we're going to deal with in a Endwalker patch. Probably it could very well be even further beyond seven point eight. Or it could be mm -hmm. a setup for just like you said that it is a dead end. Like he he he's going there on some mission, and then in one patch you just he's a side quest or some unlockable for some dungeon or it, it might not be anything it might just be mm -hmm. nothing but i hope it is the latter that it is our way into maricidia um for 7.0 if that's where we're going in 7.0 be weird if we didn't but um okay um <laughs> Orianje and thancred on the other hand they're just sort of out and about right now they're not really they have they have no plot no i don't know where they're going i don't know what to do with them they're just currently <laughs> just bros well that that they makes me a little excited because that means that they can do anything anything yeah. yes so i mean orianje might be like mm, i, I mean, gelmora <laughs> and then, there we go the convenient thing about the two of them is they're a tank and a healer. So if they ever need two trusts to fulfill those roles, we can just pull them in at any point. Right. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I like that they, in in sort of a Ramaborn to Stormblood, they just did whatever. Mm -hmm. But then Shadowbringers, they started this like really nice bromance. Yes. And, yes. And now it's continuing. I quite like that. Yeah. The Urianji Thancred. Yeah. Love story. Yep. They raised a daughter together. That's true. Yeah. Um, um, I like them. I don't know what they'll do, though. I think they're just... outside the Ragnarok. Oh, is it? Oh. <laughs> yeah. I think they might be one of those the... ones where it's like, ring, ring. You know, we've had Urianji and Thancred doing reconnaissance at this place, and we haven't told you about it. Right. This yes. is what they found out. Yeah. They might use Orianje and Thancred for for stuff around Eorcia, like yeah. any mm -hmm. anything that happens there, which is very nice. Um, Yastola, I mean, yeah, go on. They could also we could also use them as an entryway into the twenty four man raid series. I mean, they were the entryway into the the eight man raid series last expansion. Right. True. 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 That's true. Yeah. Uh, they kind of seem like they're going to be the Eorcia centric duo because everyone else is sort mm -hmm. of away from Aorcia. Mm -hmm. Well, except for Yastola who we don't don't we don't really know much. We only know that she's going to Matoya's cave to get a book. Mm -hmm. Um and that's that. I hope oh god, it wouldn't oh, I know it's not going to happen. But I would love it if like we had like a story with Yastola and Matoya like working together oh, on some sort of storyline. Yeah. That would be cool. Mm -hmm. Um you got the best you're going to get out of that for, with Matoya's relic. Yeah, yeah, probably. Well, I mean, it's not... Their relationship is so interesting. I think it's a big loss that we're not getting more of it. Like, I agree. It's very interesting, and I wish I got to see more of it. Yeah, Matoya's like... I really like her 
ultra dry coarse attitude but you know how much she cares yeah and she like mm-hmm. every now and then she slips it mm-hmm. um i think you stolen just... might be a gateway to other shards mm-hmm. that's the most likely i can think of for her yeah possible that is I also very like exciting so... if we do but i feel like that's oh so yeah far that's away. like nine yeah. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That's, that's an uh, so that, so like... that i don't think they're just gonna leave her for like two no. expansions yeah. so there has but to be something, something. yeah that's why I'm hoping that maybe there's going to be, like, Yashtola's going to be anchored in, like, Matoya, like, her, like, studies and her stuff. And that's going to be where mm-hmm. her storylines go. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's a lot, like, well, there's so much. There's so much they can do with that. We don't we don't see enough of Matoya in this game, even though she's a very, um, I think most of the community likes Matoya a lot. So it's weird that she's yes. not. Very mm, unique model. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's the Scions. Um, that's the main boys. I mean, there's like Corey Boulder's brother and the <laughs> big H woman oh. in Gridania and, um, I, a few others wandered I mean, off I, into like Kultanay and whatever. Yeah. I don't think these people are going to be a... Uh, entry yeah. points into any new stories oh, at this point. I would love I it if Hori Boulder became like a prominent character. Uh, we've sort of like brute forced him in, like the community keep bringing him up, and they're like, oh, fucking, oh, we'll just do it then. They uh, made him voice now. So yeah, they yeah, did. They gave him a voice. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, yeah, there's the the couple that went to Limps, or I think they were on their way back to Charlie, maybe I can't remember. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we're probably heading for Aeorzea and Garlemald stuff. Yeah. In the yeah. beginning. In the beginning. We're probably from at least what they've and then from we, what we got from them. Well, let's let's talk about the what Emmett said, because Emmett also literally just dropped a lot mm-hmm. of potential directions for us as well. Um He brought up Maricidia. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so Almost. did uh oh yeah uh bunny boy bunny boy aaron no. i won't say aaronville 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 i think that's his name yeah, yeah he mentioned maricidia yeah. um and then Emmett mentioned maricidia which to me i mean at this point like and there was the whole retra thing which yeah. again brought up the dragons and and one of them's quiet yeah um, i i'm pretty sure but then again yoshi p likes to subvert expectations but yeah, um but i feel as if maricidia is the most obvious like loose thread I, of where we're going for 7.0 i would be a little like i don't know if i'd be upset but i'd be a little annoyed if he just went new world in the next patch in the next expansion because that's I, not I where we should be going care. right now I don't care enough about the new world because no. we don't know enough about it yet. Give me more information about it. Give me an, another expansion worth of time to get accustomed to it, and maybe I'll be interested in going there later. Yeah, I agree, but I think uh, we've only really got two main options for 7.0, yeah. and that's those two. The, the, there's, an, there's an interesting thing that we will... N- not well we might see it i'm 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 wondering how this is going to work because with the old structure of how patches were released and how story progressed 6.3 or sorry sorry not 6.3 but 0.3 is usually where the story starts to pivot and then 0.4 is when the pivot is complete 
that's when you know that's where you're only going. Because usually. point one and two wrap up the expansion. Mm. Yeah, yeah. They've said that point one will. So be point one is the pivot patch. The pivot. Mm -hmm. That's very interesting. Um, yeah. So we'll probably Which means know. We've got five patches of preamble yeah. to the main event. It's a lot of build up for the main event, but I'm I'm sure they're going to do it in a way where it's just going to be tiny bit of mention mm -hmm. in the first patch. Yeah. I think I've said this before, but my current theory is that whatever the next main city will be, it will be in Merisidia, and mm. the next small settlement will be Corvos. That's probably could true. Be true. I, I would. I think that's. Ah, uh, I hope they spend small settlement. Radzahan is fucking huge. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah, true. I hope they they spend the next five patches building up Merisidia, mm. and then suddenly it's ring ring. Oh. Big news from the Wallachy tribe in <laughs> the New World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, big stuff's going on there. Quick. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Merisidia, um, it, 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 I mean, seven point nine probably. He also mentions, uh, oh God, Dala, Dal, Dalvalan. It's Dalvalan Grath. Yeah. But it's north of Authard. He didn't use those terms. I can't remember what he said. He just said the north, like the yeah, north of Authard is because they're he, like he said. blue. Yeah, they're like a weird mm -hmm. blue mountain. Yeah, um, I'll There's... be honest. I expected that in Stormblood. <laughs> yeah. So I, I doubt we're even going to ever go there. To be honest. Well, he mentioned it. Maybe a dungeon. He, he, someone, the dev team, like the the, the script. It's in there. It's the words are uttered. It's a dungeon. So. It's a dungeon. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. There is a it's lot a dungeon of... for the next class mm. geomancer. There's. I don't think geomancer is the next class, but no. we can't. I just, that's, that's too not early. For now. Yeah. Um. I. I feel as if like, there's so much un unexplored areas of both Othard and especially um, Ilsebard. Yeah. Oh. Tell me about it. Mm -hmm. I mean, we still got fog covering most of Ilsaba. Yes, yes, that's true. We were we got that South Park revealed in the Evilist raids for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> true, <laughs> true. It's pointless. Uh, and for some reason, that part is is that part still covered in the in game no. map? No, it's revealed. Oh, now. it is revealed now. Okay, that's good. But it, it has that little city that we don't right. know about. There are all. There are also some maps that still have it covered, but anything that is Endwalker onwards, for the mm -hmm. most part, has, okay. has it good. uncovered. I haven't checked it since Endwalker. All right. Um, yeah, he also mentions the the, the stuff beneath the uh, the bounty. Does he even say treasures or like he's there's something yes. mentioned? Yeah, treasures. He mentions the treasures hidden beneath the bounty. Yeah, uh, which... that's just the next version of Aquapolis. I think I think so too. I probably might be referencing that. Um, mm -hmm. But it might be something else. Who knows? Maybe like an underwater city there. But I feel oh, like we've already be... done, kind of already done that. Although they were just tiny yeah. little bubbles. But still, if they're gonna, yeah, make it good. If you're gonna do an under, don't do Suino Sato again. No. <laughs> and then of course he mentions the new world, which I think it's too soon for us to go there. I think that's more of an 8.0 move. Really? I think though. it needs a. I think it needs a name first. Yeah. It's so weird that we don't it's have been like diplomatic. Forever, though. But isn't it weird that we don't have like diplomatic relations with other nations from there? Like we don't know who too lives far. there. It's too far. But yet Merlewib has been there. Like Merlewib. Yeah. <laughs> Only to steal yes. seeds for different fruits. Yeah. Merlewib went there 
and she was like, it was like when the Netherlands came to the west side of Australia. She looked around, so this is shit, and she came back. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. It's weird that even like the imper like Garlemald didn't even think about going there. Like that's no free real estate probably. But Alligan presumably did. We yeah, we don't know. Do we? Have do we? Proof of that? They probably yeah. did they because the world according to the history yeah. of the Elegant Empire, they literally took everything except That's for why they had to do expand into the void. Yeah. That's true. Um, if they didn't know, that'd be amazing because that would mean it just sort of is an unknown <laughs> lost continent. Yeah. If we um, go by what the in-game map shows us of the New World as well, it is the size of, like, two continents. Yes. The equivalent oh, of yeah. North America, it's America and South America. Yeah. That has got, like, that's at least enough for two expansions if they wanted. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. But it, it, we're going to get probably three zones and then three <laughs> in Meridia, and we'll have a nice split expansion for you. Mm, mm. They know they can't do that anymore because they know people dislike it. They yeah, were already worried but... about doing that essentially with this expansion with how far apart yeah. of the zone is. Yeah, yeah. I th yeah, I think New World must be a while away. Yeah. What do we know about it? It's got Kikin. Yeah. It's, it's got... The... No, it's where the Mamulja are from. Mamulja, sorry. Mamulja. Yeah, Mamulja, that's what um, I think there's a, one of the Lalafell tribes has some relation to it. Yeah. Um, uh, it's really? where Blue Magic comes from. Seas. I'm trying to think. Who... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm sh I have a vague memory of it. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, no, they're from the South, yeah, Southern Isles or whatever they're called. The yeah, Southern well, the Isles, seas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Southern Seas. Yeah. Um, um, Blue Magic. That's it. Yeah, that's really all we have. And I think there's probably a lot. Of, it's obviously a reference to Native American tribes. So there's probably a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, right. Well, so uh, that'd be a nice new PvP area. Yeah, but again, the new world hasn't really been built up lore-wise uh, in any good way <laughs> yet, so I don't think we're going there. Uh, and if they do, that's in 7.0, that's a weird move. That's a weird move. Um, then there's, of course, the, we mentioned with Yustola, the other shards, shard travel. Mm -hmm. Very. That some, could be very interesting. Some of what you see there may surprise you, as he says. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What does that mean? surprise us i hope i hope it's not just like you go into one shard and it's balam garden you know what i mean like i don't want <laughs> it to be just traveling to the other final fantasy world worlds because that would be so funny but <laughs> no. i'm gonna i'm gonna say something very cursed right now oh no imagine an expansion where every zone is a different shard oh and that's all you get of them. Oh, no. Screw you, Yogi. That's horrible. And the final zone. Well, maybe this will make it up to you. Well, it won't make it up to you, but it might be more <laughs> exciting. The final zone is the, the is the void. Oh. But it's also a dungeon. I would love <laughs> just an expansion about the void, to be honest, like the 13th world. But It's the I only see... one that's interesting. Yeah. I think that's interesting, but I don't think... There's, like, nothing friendly there. There'd be, like, no settlements. No, that's true. That's well, the biggest issue. Well, you, you know how they are. They can they can retcon things, like, slightly be like, oh, there are a mm -hmm. few enclaves within there that survived or something, but... 
Yeah, they do. Remember, we can't ignore it either because the void has been brought up. The thirteenth specifically has been brought up a lot. Um, yeah. I don't know. I feel as if it's content for like a, a, a raid series or a trial series or even like a zone to itself, or it could be the new Eureka. But um, mm. I don't see it as like fuel for a whole expansion. I don't think the void could be a whole expansion on its own because that would mean that there's a lot more than just a single enclave or something. But it could be part of the shade, sorry, shade shard uh, expansion with the mm. void being the primary reason for the sh for the travel to try to I don't know figure out what happened. The trouble with the shards is that they're all Aeosia in different ways. Hydaelyn. Oh, or, depending on where we land but, on them. Yeah, depends how much has been destroyed already. But oh yeah, right. Because we, we only have any of the other shards. Are, yeah, we only have one example only, of that. Yeah, I think only the first has been particularly destroyed. None of the others were at risk of a calamity. Just uh, you know, I, I really liked the first reimagining the law, but I don't know if I can deal with yeah, five I, more versions. I agree that. with that. I don't. I, I don't like it's that there's like multiple word worlds with different lore but the same mm. things. Do you know what I mean? Like we it's have the like full history, like the same amount of times passed pretty much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it... They had their own Allegan Empire. Yeah. Yeah. R the Ronkas. Yeah. I don't well, know. Remember that yeah. time is not stable between them. We might land oh, no. on a shard in, in the equivalent of their Allegan Empire. Yeah, that's true. That's or true. even like uh first settling of people mm -hmm. like prehistory mm -hmm. that's that also sort of touches on another thing that i've we've brought up a lot of times and that's like a time travel like going back expansion to go like in a your on our planet a i'd rather go back on in our that planet. way we can expand our own lore without having to like deal with a new world with its own set of rules we can instead explore the lore that we have in our already established world um mm -hmm. that would be i think that would be interesting but i know that that's a really difficult thing to do without like you know it, people have tried that in mmos before and, and it's been not that successful so i think they i don't know mm -hmm. they might not do that and then of course could they, make a yeah, whole, could they make a whole expansion not necessarily set in the void but where the goal is to return the void to a proper shard yeah that's what i mentioned earlier that that's like the reason we would go there to like Figure mm. out what happened, maybe fix it somehow. But what, what would that do for us? Like, what is the what is the point? Mm. I don't know what the purpose of it would be, other and than Dreen back. Uh, sorry, saying Gaia. Well, back. oh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, Gaia's from there, and also Unal there's a Kalhaya's lot of refugees well. from the void. So I guess maybe to help yeah. them. And there's if there are other people there, it's horrible that they have to live in there. Um, yeah, okay, I can no, see that. They're fine. <laughs> they're fine. Um, okay, so the last thing is, of course, the 12, which we already know what he's alluding to here. That is the upcoming raid, the 24-man. Uh, I don't know mm -hmm. if it means anything else, but he did say you don't know who, like, learn who, uh, you don't know who they are, your precious 12. We're going to finally find out who they are. Yeah. Um, Spoilers. Which I was really... Definitely ancient. I was a little... Oh, yes. Yes. I was very, um... I wasn't very, but I was a little surprised that the, the, they... It wasn't even like mentioned in the MSQ. Like there was not even like a a sliver of like, oh, that might be, you know, That's one true. of the twelve. It was weird. They're like nobodies apparently in the story that we have followed. They are. They don't play any part in what we've seen so far of the story of the ancients. So 
That's no. interesting. And I don't know, since they weren't like part of the greater story, it's weird that they became they became the most prominent people in our world. Like these mm. seemingly ra random people. So that intrigues yeah. me. I mean, in in, in the <clears throat> Hades fight, Emmett Silk specifically refers to like our strength as that of the warden. Or like, like I'm pretty sure there was a capitalized usage of the term warden. Mm -hmm. Um, do you think it is possible that Azem is more? Azem is interesting because he can be in both the eight man and the twenty four man raid at this point. True. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that's that's more true. likely in. The twelve storyline, I would guess. Mm. I mean, Azem is the one that that sent a child to a pandemonium. Couldn't remember. That is true, but if they were gonna show Azem, I'm sure they would have done it in the MSQ. Yeah, I think really? it's just gonna be this invisible character for like we'll never meet the like original Azem. I don't think. I mean, uh... ancients can transform themselves. They yeah. don't have to, he doesn't True. have to appear to us as, like, a human. I don't know if the spaghetti... Yeah, I guess. They, if, they, if, they, if they're like, this is just one form, then, yeah. Um, one thing that I've been thinking about about the 12, which is interesting, which is something we've discussed before, and which now kind of makes sense to me, is that the... Remember the Elism? They claim that they were the first people and if you look at the ancients they're kind of ellison like and i just mm -hmm. remember that like of course that makes sense now because the 12 are probably all ellison like uh, I mean, in appearance the, if you play as either a here or an ellison they are those are the races that they will make note of you being least different from themselves right. when you're in elpis yes um, um so yeah, I don't know. It also it also makes this whole like the whole creation myth very interesting because I wonder because we were, when we didn't know anything we were like oh, well it's a myth it's written by scholars who have just sort of made like guesswork I mean who wrote this uh, now this this might actually have been written by people who have either it might be from the ancients or I mean are they still around? That question still like lingers. The like twelve are, themselves. Yeah. I mean, that's what the raid's for, I guess, to figure that out. But it's <laughs> uh, it, old questions are are bubbling back to the surface. It's very exciting. I can't wait for that raid. Um, they want to um, destroy every piece of law that was alluded to in one point mm. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Um, one point erasure. All right, well, that's uh, that's it, uh, everyone. Um, that's uh, the show. Um, hopefully we... Uh, I don't know where that was going. Hopefully we oh. got through the show. We did. Thanks. Spoilers. Well, we did. <laughs> Thanks for watching. We'll be back next week, same time, same place. Uh, if you're watching live, we'll, of course, go into post-show. Remember to follow on Twitter at SpeakersXV, twitch.tv slash SpeakersOfHeadlin, youtube.com slash SpeakersXV, exclamation Discord in chat if you want to join our Discord server. <coughs> if you're watching on demand, <laughs> link is in the description. Stay tuned if you're watching live, because we'll be going into the post-show. We'll see you there. Goodbye. Bye.
You've just listened to an episode of Speakers of Fidelum, produced by Speakers Network. Producer for this episode was Lukeel Bravestone. Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy XIV is a registered trademark of Square Enix Holding Company Limited. If you would like to support the show, consider pledging to our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash speakersxiv or buy some merch at teespring.com slash stores slash speakersxiv. Link to both of these sites, as well as our Discord server, is provided in the episode description. Thank you for listening to this Speakers Network production.